We're talking to this afternoon on Off the Hour with Reverend Darrell Gray, who earlier this month was asked to form a peaceful assembly on the steps of City Hall that was slated to be held this afternoon at 4 p.m. And ironically, in a interview this past week, I asked if protest would be the right way to go about talking out loud and being visible around the issues of racial profiling that is still and always has been part of the black community of Quebec's agenda. And I get up and this morning's headlines in the Gazette and a picture are tension over breakdown of tuition talks erupts into street chaos. And as a result, this afternoon's uh, protest rally was canceled. Can you tell me how you came to the dis decision? Well, yesterday, late evening, uh, before our planning committee met, uh, we received a couple of calls uh, from some very informed sources that there was the potential of disruption uh, and violence uh, that could take place at the rally. Um, the concern was uh, with the tension with the student movement uh, between the police and, and uh, those who are participating, uh, that there may be a spillover, not simply on the part of students, uh, but also on the part of, of law enforcement, the frustrations uh, that, and the tension that has been heightened over the last uh, few days. And because we had a lot of young people uh, who we expected to participate, young people, college, uh, high school students, who have never been involved in anything like this, uh, we didn't want to take a chance of, of someone getting hurt, of someone from our group uh, through, out of frustration, someone from a, a group coming in out of frustration, uh, law enforcement out of frustration. And so we felt that it would be in the best interests of, uh, of those coming, uh, the safety interests that we would postpone. Initially, this rally was a solidarity movement with what has been happening in the United States around the Trayvon Martin case. And thereafter, racial profiling hit the airwaves and the news with the incident out in NDG. Can you speak to the fact that racial profiling is not new in the Quebec black community. Well, if you, if, if you just look at the reports uh, of late, I mean, even the last few years, 58% of Quebecers have indicated that they are racist. That is a fact. Uh, you look at even the police report uh, of last year, a couple of years ago, uh, police study shows that there is racial profiling that exists. They, their own report was very damning and damaging. Um, the Human Rights Commission and uh, the various uh, tribunals have said that racial profiling is real. Organizations like Cryer, organizations like the Black Coalition, organizations like DESTA have all documented over the years 
several cases of racial profiling. And so racial profiling is not strange to Montreal. And you're right. Uh, the death of Trayvon Martin some thousand miles away was the catalyst to people finally saying Trayvon could, is our child. Trayvon is our child. And what we, what we were attempting to do is to make sure that we don't have the Trayvon Martin happen here. Uh, Trayvon Martin was not killed because he ran from someone. He was killed because he decided to stop and ask the question, why are you chasing me? I have not done anything wrong. Our fear was that our kids would stop one day in the metro or stop one day on Walkley or somewhere on Cotonez or Plamadon or, 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 or De Valorandre or somewhere and, and ask police officers or, or, or metro cops, why do you continue to harass me? Why do you continue, as they would say, roll up on me or push up on me when I'm not doing anything? And we realize what happens, Pat. It goes from a loitering ticket or a spitting ticket or a sitting in a park ticket to obstruction of justice, resisting arrest, assault on the police. And so, no, Trayvon Martin happened a thousand miles away but racial profiling is just as real in Montreal as it is anywhere in North America. And you're right. The situation in, in NDG, pregnant woman on the sidewalk being told by a police officer to raise up her blouse so that she can prove to them that she's pregnant. What kind of craziness is this? It's just wrong. And so it had to be addressed before it got worse. But in the minds of the lady who had to raise up her blouse, how much worse can it get? The narrative of racial profiling is now in the public uh, domain. And it comes up every so often when a case is newsworthy enough. However, I believe every day someone goes home and says, a person of authority did this to me for no reason. I was stopped. Children talk to their parents. Husbands talk to their wives. It's a ge cross-generational pro problem. It is also uh, predominantly can be seen as a male problem, but women, as in the case of this eight-and-a-half-month pregnant woman, um, are also part of it. Why then a protest rally? Because we really have tried everything else, Pat. We really have. Uh, as I said, yourself, uh, Dr. Baines, Clarence Baines, Dan Phillips, Noel Alexander, I can go, I, the list is endless, who have met over and over and over with various levels of government. We have this report, we have this study, we have this commission, we have that task force, we have policies, we have promises, but nothing is getting done. Not really. Everything has changed, but nothing has changed because, as you have said, every day the profiling continues. And, and oftentimes, our children don't report it to us. You know why? Because we're very law-abiding people for the most part. We really are. When, when our child comes home and says, the police stopped me, or I was stopped in the metro, and the first question that, that the parent will ask is, what did you do wrong? Because we don't want to think that the police are doing anything less than protecting and serving. 
And so that's the reality. What we want them to do is not just protect and serve, but respect and serve. And so now you've got to demonstrate. And, and demonstration is simple. We're, we're, we're talking about nonviolent, peaceful showing up and raising a voice, a voice that has been silent for all too long. We don't have any champions in the system. We don't have the, the strong advocacy organizations. We've got some wonderful organizations who are doing great work. And individuals, I imagine. Exactly. But we, we believe that as, as in the spirit of unity, and, and we didn't intend for this just to be a black hoodie rally. Profiling is profiling. And, you know, I, I, I'm waiting, uh, I'm waiting for, for someone to say, wait a minute, when are we going to label profiling as a hate crime? Maybe if, because that's what a hate crime is. A hate crime is intimidation or harassment that is geared towards a specific group of people. It doesn't always have to be physical. And so this is what we're talking about. And, and until we apply that creative tension, as Dr. King would call it, until we, we get in the face of those who are making the policies or not making the policies, those who are not enforcing what they should be enforcing, then it will continue. And young folk need to know that, that what we care, that we are prepared to do, uh, as, as, as Malcolm might say, by any peaceful means necessary. And I think that that's, that's what it is, Pat. We've gotten to that point where we've got to respond or it could get worse. Were the young people on this? I know that um, you've mentioned individuals and you've mentioned some groups, but I also know that the young folks are, were present in the organizing of the rally that was to have been this afternoon. What next? What are they saying? The student movement, is, it's interesting because we talked about that in the planning meeting. Mm -hmm. Our young people are are concerned about the student movement. They're concerned about tuition fees and, and, and they want to go to university eventually. And some of them are in university, but most of them are not. What they're most concerned about is staying in high school and staying out of jail. That, those are their real issues right now, staying in high school, staying out of jail. Because once we get that record, once we get in the system, it's all over for us. And so these are, this is what our young people are saying. Somebody said, why, not, why do it at City Hall? Because City Hall, makes, City Hall is responsible for the police. City Hall is responsible for the Metro cops. That's why City Hall. That's why. Not Mandela Park. Not Oxford Park. Not some other park. You know, they always expect us to go to the park. We'll, we'll go to the park and we'll sing and we'll dance. We'll have all of our cultural events. And then before the sun goes down, they're telling us to go home. Enough is enough. We need to show up at the seats of power and say we demand to be included. The elected officials have been silent, played in the past, lip service. It has really been about optics and being seen to say or do something. After the killing of Freddie Villeneuve, mm -hmm. our elected officials are still very quiet. And now, they are negotiating or not negotiating, but they are busy with the student protests. There are all sorts of angst right now going on in Quebec. You just read the editorial pages and the letters from citizenry. This our issue. We need to get it up on the agenda. Mm -hmm. 
How and when do you think elected officials like Chare and like Mayor Tremblay, where should they be? Should they be leading or joining the line? Sure, this is a big priority for them right now, but guess what? We've got some big priorities too. Because somebody else has a priority should not diminish ours. We still have double-figure unemployment among our teenagers. We still have more black men in jail than in, than in university. We still have over 30% of our kids dropping out of school. We still have disproportionate number of teenage pregnancies. We are still far below the poverty line more than anybody else. We're still the last hired, first fired. We still don't, are, are not represented in any significant numbers in government or on corporate boards. That is real for our community. And so government may have some priorities, but guess what? They don't have the luxury, or we should not give them the luxury of trying to do one thing at a time, because our kids don't have that luxury. There is a will, and there is a willingness uh, for a community of conscience to come together. I'm hoping that the leaders of the student movement uh, will sit down with some of the, our young leaders who are, are, are trying to push the, 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 the issue of racial discrimination and racial injustice, and, and, and there be a, uh, an effort to talk to see how can we move our agendas forward together.